Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Tonight's Bible Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. Time out to make it 71-53 with 5.19 to go. Bramhill, handoff up top to Rollins. That one's not a pearl. Pearl back to Rollins, 13 to shoot. Rollins to the elbow left side, jump shot up in the air, no good. Rebound by James Gordon. Up ahead to Kareem. Ball knocked out of bounds by Rollins. It'll stay with the Warriors with 4.59 to go. And that'll be an over in the back call on Wayne State. Braylon, I thought, touched it, but it shouldn't. It still shouldn't be over and back because Wayne State had an established position in the forecourt because of the inbounds. So the referees talk about it and they get the call right. Marshall inbound it to Braylon. Eighteen to shoot for Marshall left side. And Antonio had that basket early in the game. Hasn't scored since. Marshall into the paint off the window. It's good. Well, he must have heard me. Sixteen point game. Seventy-one fifty-five with four thirty-eight to go. Pangborn. Top nine is Joe Bear. Now Rollins. Pearl back to Bram Hill. Now Pangborn. Ten to shoot. We got a foul coming up on Wayne State. And the foul on Antonio Marshall, I believe, and that's number five on Antonio. He's going to be fouled out with four points this afternoon. Didn't even see what he did really. It was away from the ball. Pearl will shoot one in the bonus. Antonio will check out once David Greer puts somebody into the game. And it will be Keelan Grant coming in. Chapman will come back in for... Bram Hill. See if Bram Hill gets the rest of the afternoon off. Free throw by Pearl is short. He won't get a second. Rebound by Kareem Murray. 71-55, 16-point Davenport lead. LJ, deep three from the left side's in the air. No good. Rebound by Pearl under the basket. Stay 
Davenport team will host Northwood on Thursday night. That's their final home game of the year. That's why they did senior day today because it was their last Saturday home game. Northwood a hot team as well. They moved into a tie for fifth place in the league. Rollins with a step back jumper at the free throw line. It's good. He's got 11. It's 73-55 with 3.40 to go. Neely the other way got fouled by Rollins on the floor. Wayne State will inbound when we come back from the final media timeout of the afternoon. 3.35 to play. Davenport 73, Wayne State 55. You're listening to Warriors basketball on the Patriots. The Wayne State Athletic Department is proud of our student-athlete success. Last semester, the student-athletes at Wayne State University continued to excel in the classroom. A total of 43 student-athletes had a 4.0 term GPA, and 74% of Warrior student-athletes had above a 3.0. The Athletic Department boasts a federal graduation rate of 78%. Additionally, 10 Warrior teams made it to the NCAA postseason last year, and over the past eight years, WSU student-athletes have completed over 80,000 community service hours. Go Warriors! Three thirty-five to go, 73-55 the score. Wayne State led by as many as seven in the first half. Another... Good start today for the Warriors. They came out on fire from the field and led basically the entire first half until about five minutes to go. And Davenport made a nice run. And between the last couple minutes of the first half and the first couple minutes of the second half, they went on a 14-0 run. And that's basically the, the difference in the game at the moment. As the Warriors trail by 18, 335 to go. Neely has the inbounds pass. Talbot back out there for Wayne State as well. Keeling Grant checks out. Murray. Left baseline with the dribble. Still has it. Trying to Tonight's back Bible Pearl. Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And what are you waiting for? You know this is Open Air Monday. That's right, your time, your turn to call in with any questions you have about the Word of God at all. And uh, I'm trying to stop from giving any challenges today. Because this is your time to shine. You might have a question about theology, a question about eschatology, something about church history, anything you want. I'll do my level best to give you an answer. If you call that number at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, where I'm willing to talk to you about anything. And even if you disagree with my theology, that's all right. As long as we are, let's say, civil in our discussion, then I can benefit, you can benefit, and the radio audience can visit, can benefit from it as well. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Braun in Westland and get him on right now. Hello, Braun. How you doing? How you doing, Pastor? How you doing today? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing well. I have a, a, a question, actually, uh, 
and most of what I'm saying is coming out of uh, of what we've been taught in Tuesday's uh, prophecy class. Okay. So that's where I'm most of my information from, just in case the listeners wanted to know. And so uh, I wanted to ask you this: with the Pope's trip to the UAE, to the UAE, mm-hmm. the uh, United Arab Emirate, Emirate, um, would you say because he's he said he's there to promote uh, religious coexistence? Mm-hmm. But would you say would that would that be like with the um, uh, with the uh, in Revelation 17 talking about the uh, uh, symbolic language of the mystery Babylon or the horror Babylon? You know how the um, they gonna come and put all um, the religions together? Would that be you know like the spirit of the Antichrist something like that? Well, I would say this to you: Yes, any ecumenical movement that we're looking at whether it be Roman Catholic or Protestant, because as you know, there's some uh, some liberal Protestants into this thing as well, that that does head us towards the uh, what's talked about in Revelation chapter 17 and 18, Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots, which is a really harsh term used by the Bible to describe a syncretism, uh, which is similar to ecumenicalism, where all the religions get together, all right, one faith, Okay, and then you know what happens in one world, one world government will, is, on, is on the rise as well. But one faith where you water down your doctrines so all of us can say we basically believe in the same thing. All of us believe in the same God, and that's just not true. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, we have to be careful because we don't want to just put the Roman Catholics in that bag. But unfortunately, many of them are. One of the recent catechisms that I saw said that they consider uh, Islam, uh, Judaism, and Christianity to be very similar uh, because they're all Abrahamic faiths. <laughs> That's just not true. Actually, Abraham, yes, we believe in Abraham, but Jesus Christ is what our faith is all about. And so that definitely lets uh, Islam out of the of the mix and some others too. So yeah, so that's the direction that we're headed in uh, religiously, not only in the Roman Catholic Church, but also in the Protestant world as well. Yeah, because I know that uh, in the Protestant Church, a lot of people are saying they're little guys and Absolutely. they got power. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about that tonight at the Monday Night Bible Study. And I'm going to show you a guy who's doing that. I mean, we're going to look at a a teacher who's just, that's literally what he says. He literally insults God and turns a man into God. And what amazes me, Braun, is how, because I'm not a very smart guy, but I'm smarter than that. When I, when I see people tripping on what we tripped on in Genesis chapter three with Adam and Eve, then I know that we're in trouble. It is amazing where the church is today. Absolutely, absolutely. And then what about uh, also with uh, with the president saying that he's going to remove the armed forces from the Middle East? That's also uh, would be fulfilling like a, a biblical prophecy. Uh, you know, with Russia would come in and take over uh, most of that area and stuff aligned with the um, you know Egypt and all those places, Syria and like that. Would you say that's on that line too? Well, Bron, you're doing a good job of uh, of uh, what they call newspaper eschatology, <laughs> and it's not and it's not to be condemned when you say things that are accurate. For sure, there are things that are happening in our world today that are pointing to the kind of things we see in the Bible. And you, of course, mm-hmm. having been in the prophecy class, know that what we're talking about basically here, what we're looking at first, is Ezekiel 36, 37, 38. It talks about an invasion of a nation from the far north. Uh, most Bible scholars identify that as Russia. Uh, they will have allies with them involving Libby countries from the Middle East, and they will attack Israel. That's not Armageddon, but that's the war before Armageddon. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you that all everything that's happening now 
Uh, actually, it's not contradiction contradicting the Bible, but it's lining up with the Bible. Right. Okay, Pastor, thank you very much, and I'll see you at uh, Bible study tonight at 730. All right, I'll be looking for you, Bron. Thank you for calling. That All you gotta, guys got to do is do what Bron did. You want to have a good discussion? Just give me a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All I've got here is an open Bible. I don't like all that computer fancy stuff because I've, I keep teasing people. The mark of the beast will show through. No, it's not. I, I'm, just, I'm just old school. I just like to have the turn the pages. I cannot. I look at those screens and I say, ah, oh, it bores me. I've got to turn pages. That's when I'm really reading. So if, if you have a question to ask, just give me a call. You'll hear me turning in my Bible to find it if I can. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on the Bible Talk program. And you can call with any question you have about the Word of God. doesn't matter. I don't have any agenda today at all, but just open air. The only reason I come up with a challenge is when you guys aren't calling. So call, call, call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Also, just to let you know that tomorrow we do have our Tuesday Prophecy class, and we're in the beginning of it. So if you come tomorrow at 11 o'clock, you won't be have missed much at all. We're looking at uh, our—actually, we're working on our third certificate in biblical prophecy, and that is— uh, uh, eschatology and the nations. It's a nation focus this time. The very kind of things that Braun was talking about are the kind of things that we're dealing with. So we encourage you to come. You don't have to bring any, uh, there's no certain tuition cost. We just ask you to give uh, uh, whatever God leads you to give to support our ministry. Uh, we pro- provide all information uh, for you that you'll need. Bring your Bibles, definitely, and enjoy a time with us. That's tomorrow, uh, which is Tuesday. Uh, at 11 o'clock, 10709 Grand River at Oakman, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, our prophecy class, our Tuesday prophecy class. All right, we're going to go to uh, Oak Park and see what's on the mind of Thomas. Hello, Thomas. Hello. Hello, sir. You're on the air. Yes. Listen, um, praise the Lord, and, and uh, thank, uh, you. thank you for taking praise my God. call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I, I, was, I was calling about... The Black Hebrews. Uh-huh. And I wanted to. What I wanted to know was, uh, you know, what what do they believe, and uh, you know, uh, uh, who are they? Well, basically, there's about four groups of them, and this is something we're going to be talking about about on Thursday at our church in our Thursday night, uh, not Thursday night, but our Thursday afternoon Bible study, which uh, starts at twelve o'clock dealing with um, uh, hard sayings in the Bible. Uh, but basically, there's a political arm of it, which basically they're political. They do believe uh, uh, that, uh, that they, uh, the, the whole black Jewish concept, but uh, pretty much these are the ones I think we saw in the news uh, when we had the harassment of those Catholic uh, young boys. That was more the political arm. Then there's the religious arm, some who believe that uh, uh, blacks are the original Jews, and uh, uh, that, in fact, some of them believe that they're the original Jews, uh, those that are in the Bible really are not, or the Jews, let's put it this way, the Jews of today are not the real Jews. And so you have that contingent of them as well. Um, and uh, basically that's pretty much where they are. The, the thing is, what we need to recognize, they're really very similar in my estimation to NOI. They are a, uh, uh, a ethnic identity movement, right, as if there's some importance to uh, 
Uh, Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life. Life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-555-2085 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-555-2085 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you he's on meds too call 800-555-2085 800-555-2085 Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Tonight's Bible Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to uh, John in Allen Park, see what he's thinking about. How you doing, John? Oh, I'm doing really good, Pastor. Thanks for calling, sir. Yeah, I've got a question. Um, in the book of Judges, uh, I think it was around the 11th chapter, it talks about Japheth and uh him making a vow with God that he'll sacrifice the first thing that greets him in the door. 
and it turns out to be his daughter. Yeah. And he feels obligated to do that. I've heard different people say that he never did sacrifice her. She just kind of went out in the mountains like she asked for a time, and then he never sacrificed her because God would never ask man to sacrifice another human to him. But I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. Well, what happens is I don't think the issue is uh, God wanting him to do it. I think the real problem was with him. Uh, Basically, you know, we're looking here at uh, the book of Judges, where, you know, the whole theme of the book is that every man did what was right in his own eyes. Uh, There was no central leadership. Uh, They were, we had Israel struggling to pull itself away from a a pagan worship and things of that nature. Uh, And what happens is he made a vow. He made a vow himself. God didn't tell him to make it. He made that vow all on his own. And uh, back then, when you made a vow, uh, it was once you made a vow to God, you were scared not to keep it. I mean, it's not like you say, well, God, I made this vow, but I didn't know it was going to happen like this. In his mind, once you made the vow, he had to carry out the vow. Now, what is debatable here is what actually happened to her. All right. There is a school of thought that says that she was sacrificed and killed. There's another school of thought that says that not necessarily so that what happened was uh, she was sad, not because she was going to die, but because she was going to be dedicated to the Lord for God's service. And so she was uh, not going to be able to marry and have children, and she would just be serving God uh, isolated like a, uh, you know, uh, like a, devoted like a priest or something or a priestess or something like this. They didn't have priestesses back then, but uh, to just serve God. Where we get that from is Judges 11, where it says uh, after, you know, uh, he came back and said, well, you know, I've got to, you know, I've got to offer you up. Uh, She says at verse 37, and she said unto her father, let this thing be done for me. Let me alone two months that I may go up and down upon the mountains and bewail my virginity. I and my mm-hmm. fellows. So here she's crying about the fact that she's going to be a virgin and not able to bear children. Not necessarily let me be well my death. Now it's possible that she was sacrificed. Some scholars disagree with this view. But, uh, you know, the worst thing, I know it, it's bad. Uh, it was bad back then not to have children, but to die is even worse. So what she wanted to do was to be well my virginity, I and my fellows. And he said, go, and she, he sent her away for two months. And she went with her companions and bewailed her virginity upon the mountains. Not that she was going to die. So it's possible that what happened here, rather than her dying and it's being an offer to the Lord, uh, still it was a sad thing to have to, to go through what she went through. But rather than dying, maybe what happens is that she offered herself for service of God in worship. And it meant that she would not be able, uh, not going to be getting married or anything like that. Okay, I've heard people say that, but the next verse in 39, it says, And it came to pass at the end of two months that she returned unto her father, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed. Yeah. And then it says, And she knew no man, and it was a custom in Israel. So that's what's confusing me there. If he did his his vow... He sacrificed her, so I'm, I'm confused there. Well, well, it is. You know, it is kind of, uh, and, I, and I can see the confusion, but there's also a confusion even in that verse, right? But I see where you're at. It came to pass mm-hmm. at the end of two months that she returned unto her father, who did with her according to his vow, that he had vowed. And she knew no man, okay? So it didn't say here she died, but she just, she didn't get married at all. And it was a custom in yeah. Israel. A custom in Israel what? To 
uh, to kill uh, daughters for this, or that was a custom that they would, if that people could make some vows that would turn them over into you know total service to God. Don't know, but you could you could be right. You're right. There there is a I can't be dogmatic about something where there's two schools of thought, but I can just tell you there's another view of it. Sure, I, I was just curious what your thought was because I, I know there's different thoughts on it and. Just curious what you thought on it. <laughs> yeah, the key thing is taught. You know, we've got some other situations like that too, John. For instance, uh, what what uh, happened at Sodom and Gomorrah? You know, uh, yes. yeah, we would never uh, do do uh, do what I did. Come out and say, "Have my take my daughters." Yeah, right? we wouldn't do it. Take my daughters and have them as you would with <laughs> those. Yeah, yeah. If they're looking for yeah. somebody, we'd say, "Well, they're down in the basement." You know, but back in that culture, yeah. in that culture, that was the way it was done, and even the daughters mm-hmm. were willing to go out there and allow themselves to be raped rather than for visitors to come and be harmed because the, uh, you you were supposed to protect visitors with your life. That was their custom, their culture. So that's what we're kind of yeah. looking at here, too. Yeah, I know that's hard. When I, I've had people ask me that, they would say, why in the world did he give up his daughters for them to have their way, yet he's supposed to be a man of God. <laughs> his daughter, his I, daughters, I, I his daughters, like that's right, his daughters would not have had it any other way. When you invited yeah. someone into your home back then, it was like you put them above your family. Yeah, you were to protect them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate that call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, that's the way I like it. I like to be busy. So you guys call. You can call with any question you have about the Word of God. And we encourage you to come to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Uh, uh, definitely Sundays we're available for you. And I've been preaching a series, continuing to preach a series. Uh, I call it the Satan Series. We're looking at how Satan works, the things that God allows him to do. Ken Hunt, it's, it's quite some amazing things that are, are involved in this plan of God. And that's what we're looking at. Uh, but we need to know what the warfare is about so we can deal with it and realize that at the end, regardless of what the devil does, we win. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Roseville. Talk to James. How you doing, James? Hey, how you doing, Pastor Moss? Praise the Lord. Good, buddy. Thanks for calling. Oh, no problem. Um, quite, well, a couple questions. First question your services that you have on Monday and as it is Wednesday, am I mis- not mistaken? Your Bible classes. Yeah, well, we have we have or- yeah we have Bible studies on mo- Monday evening. We have uh, uh-huh. then Tuesday we have noontime Bible studies on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Okay, are, are you are like your Satan series? Is it like recorded or available for purchase at all? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the all the messages are recorded and they uh, can be uh, they they can be purchased. Yes. Okay. Um. Well. Well. I guess how do you guys have a website? I'm sorry. I, no, I don't want to take it off. It's just I can't make any of the classes. I work afternoon. Oh, okay. So I, I, I'm wondering if it would be. Well, what you could do, I think it might it might be some information on the web. What you could do is just okay. call. You could call uh, area code 313-933-9270 and talk to Karen, Nine, and she could uh, okay. uh, tell you how you could uh, get uh, a hold of those CDs. Gotcha. Okay. So let me just ask this quick question. Sure, uh, buddy. It's kind of along the lines of what the gentleman uh, call, uh, said before the break was asking about mm-hmm. Satan. I always wondered, Satan, Lucifer, I know he tries to put himself above God, uh-huh. but 
as a being. He's not a. Is he a spirit being? Like God is a spirit, is or is Satan an angelic being? And when you said that he's he's cast out of heaven and he's down here, is he like like what type of form is it? You know what I'm trying to understand. What I'm trying to say. Well, it's, yeah, but well, it's really clear the the kind of form he has and everything. Uh, uh, we we find him in uh, in a category that's mentioned in the Bible, Hebrews chapter mm-hmm. one verse fourteen, right? Where it says, "Are they not all in terms of angels?" Right? It says in verse thirteen. I should start there uh, for you, James. Hebrews one thirteen, which says, "But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them that shall be heirs of salvation?" Uh, Satan, before he fell, was a good angel, okay? He was mm-hmm. a ministering spirit, okay? He didn't have a body. Angels appear in bodies, but they don't have them, okay? They appear with wings, whatever form that God wants him to assume at the time. Uh, but that's what he was. So when he came to earth, he came to earth as a spirit being. And the demons that mm-hmm. fell with him are spirit beings as well. So that means they're invisible to the eye, typically. They can make right. appearances if uh, if God allows them to do so, I'd imagine, just like angels can. But, uh, yeah, he's here. He's, uh, Job mm-hmm. talks about him being here during his time, and he's here now today as well. So in the Adam and Eve time, that serpent, that snake, was a form that he took on to deceive Eve? Or, or an animal that he controlled. Okay. Or the animal. Yeah, and people always say, "Well, you know, uh, you got a talking snake. You know, that's a fairy tale." But it's funny, you know, James. They don't say anything about those parrots that talk every day. Pots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought it. Everybody, it's just a myth. It's just uh, the animals don't talk. Uh, well, parrots do. So if they could, maybe it's not a far stretch for this uh, uh, serpent to be speaking through. Uh, also, with the devil pulling the strings, huh? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's my question. I do appreciate it. Talk All right. On. Appreciate your call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any questions you have about prophecy, about uh, eschatology? Well, that's the same as prophecy, isn't it? Christology, bibliology. I'll do my very best to give you an answer here on the Bible Talk program. Your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher and apologist, Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, also, if you need biblical counseling, I, I provide it. Yeah, I do provide pastoral counseling for uh, those who are in need. Uh, talk to Christians, non-Christians. You don't have to be a member of Strictly Biblical to see me. Uh, if you want to make an appointment to see me, I counsel on Wednesdays, so you will have to uh, take some time off. If your issue is that important enough, I'm there for you to talk to you. Uh, I do premarital counseling. If you're interested in getting married and you want some premarital counseling before you do it, then all you've got to do is uh, just Give us a call, area code 313-933-9270. Talk to Karen, and she'll sign you up. It's time for a break, my friend, or can I go to the next caller? All right, I just got to check with my boss there. He's got his eyes on me. All right. Larry, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Pastor? Just fine. Sure. Hey, I got uh, one quick question, and it's in the book of First uh, John chapter 5, okay. verse 16. Uh-huh. Living Bible in front of me. Did you want me to passage? Yeah, well, I can. Well, I'll read it for you. But thank you very much. Uh, in sixteen, where it says, "If any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death." There is a sin unto death, and I do not say that he shall pray for it. Wow, that's a deep one, isn't it, Larry? Yeah, my my question on that 
you know, because I'm reading that whole, you know, the book today about, you know, trying to love one another and really having a God kind of love. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got hung up on that passage because, you know, I I have brothers and we're all guilty of it. You know, we happen to fall into sin at times. And I'm going, I wonder, you know, what the, the actual sin is to death. Because in other scriptures, it talks about, you know, that you're going to, you know, you're not going to go into the gates of heaven if you, you know, you fall into certain habits. But as I kept reading that scripture, it says, but God, you know, there's that one sin, the one fatal sin, that one sin which ends in death. And I'm going, well, so if you see a Christian brother sinning, and, you know, it's if you pray to God, that it, it seems like all the sins that you see him sinning can be forgiven. If you ask God to forgive that brother, except that one sin, which leads to death. So my question is, is first off, which, what is that one sin that where my, my passage says, if he does that, then there's no use praying for him. But all other sin, am I to take it that really they don't end in death if you, you know, you see your your brother doing it and you ask God to forgive him. Well, I'll tell you what now. I'll tell you, Larry. You've, uh, you, yeah, you've broken down and you've asked the question in so many ways. Uh, uh, but uh, it's a very intriguing verse. Uh, and we've seen it, though, in the Bible. We've seen something that seems to correspond to this, Larry. Almost exactly. Uh-huh. In more than one place, actually. Where it says in 1 John five sixteen, If any man see his brother... Now, if it's his brother then we can assume pretty much it must be a Christian okay? Right. that's doing this, all right? A Christian right. is doing this because it doesn't say just, you know, the world or worldliness. It could mean that, but brother seems like talking about a Christian. If any man right. see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a right. sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. Now, what happens is uh, God will reveal to you whether it was a sin unto death or not. Okay, but he does say this, there is a sin unto death. So you and I should pray, you know, uh, for anyone uh, uh, who falls into sin, unless we really know that it's a sin unto death. I guess God would reveal it. But let me ask you this question, um, mm-hmm. uh, because all I need uh, is uh, one, one example, I think, to help you. Is there a place in the Bible where a great man of God died because of what he did, and he prayed to God? And God said, you might as well stop praying because I'm going to kill you. Well, that's, that, that kind of answers a lot of things for me and by what you just said. Because oh, but I you, but you got to find it. it. Is there a place like that in the Bible? I can't find one. All right. But now you know one thing. Here's the interesting thing about Bible study. Just because you can't find it doesn't right. mean it's not there. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let me take you to a place. Deuteronomy Chapter 3, okay? okay. Deuteronomy okay. chapter 3. Moses. Okay. Remember how Moses messed up? What did Moses do that got him in trouble with God? Well, he did a couple of things with the rock, you know, hitting the rock. Okay, stop God. right there. God told him to speak to the people. He was right. frustrated. He was bothered by them. Instead of doing what God told him to do, and I fetch you water out of this rock, he hit it, okay? God did right. not like that. God didn't like it. And because mm-hmm. of that, God told him, you are not going to lead them into the promised land. You are going to die. Right? Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, now, was he a believer? Do I believe it? 
was, was Moses a believer? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, but look at what happens here. Tell me if this doesn't fit First uh, John 5, 16, where in verse 27, okay, Deuteronomy 3, 27, uh, Moses writes, And I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Thine eyes have seen all that the Lord your God hath done unto these two kings. So shall the Lord do unto all the kingdoms, whether thou passest. You shall not mm-hmm. fear them, for the Lord your God shall fight for you. Then, here's what Moses says. He tells the people, And I besought the Lord at this time, saying, O Lord God, thou hast begun to show thy servant thy greatness and thy mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or in earth that can do according to all the works and according to thy sight? He's, you know, he's praising God because he wants to beg. He's begging now, praising God. Then he says in verse 25, And I pray thee, he's praying to God, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond Jordan, the goodly mountains in Lebanon. Uh-huh. Verse 30, 26, but the Lord was angry with me for your sakes. He would not hear me. And the Lord said, and here's what God, people say that uh, uh, God won't hinder your prayers. Look at this. But the Lord was angry with me for your sakes and would not hear me. And the Lord said unto me, let it suffice thee. Speak no more unto me of this matter. God right. said, I'm not going to change your mind. What was going to happen to him? Told me, verse 27, get thee up into the top of Pisgah. Lift up thine eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward, and behold it with thine eyes, for thou shalt not go over this Jordan. He was going to die. Uh-huh. Okay, So that is a sin unto death. Yet, he's on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus in the promised land after he died. But yes, right. I believe that is what First uh, John 5.16 is talking about. Stuff like that. My one question, though. Hold on, hold on. Hang on, if you can hang on. Wait, we got some time? Mark's going to give you a little minute. Okay, what is your question? Well, that co- my question is: is the train of thought I do, and, and just in all, just trying to understand it that Moses, you know, was a dispensation of law, and the scripture in the first John was, you know, God Almighty was t- is telling us as as if we want to be children of God, He says, do the first thing, believe in my Son. Well, if wait a believe- minute, wait a minute, though. Let's talk about that. I'm gonna have to. I am gonna have to get back with you. I will show you that what happened to Moses is also mandated okay. in the New Testament. Can you hang on? Sure. We'll be right back. This is WLQV Detroit FM ninety two point seven and AM fifteen hundred Faith Talk Detroit, a service of Salem Media Group. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Melissa Oden is featured in a TV ad rejected by the Fox Channel airing the Super Bowl in Miami this year. Since you weren't allowed to see it, I'll describe it. 
Melissa and others around the world have survived documented abortion attempts while still in the womb. In this dramatic ad, you'll hear about their harrowing personal accounts and the prices they pay. The unforgettable ad is called Faces of Choice. A growing number of people are coming forward to show abortions are done after a baby can live outside the womb. Sadly, those who promote abortion won't even acknowledge these people exist, much less reveal their stories. So let's share this as widely as possible. Find the link at lifeissues.org, then click on the microphone icon. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. Tonight's Bible Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Larry. How you doing, Larry? Doing good, thank you. Well, Larry, I wanted to talk to you because definitely I understand the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. But I don't want us to get the idea that what we see happening to Moses was just Old Covenant stuff. That in mm-hmm. the New Testament as well, God is a God of love. And what many Christians have forgotten, he still is a God of judgment. Still is. Uh, and when we look at, 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 a, at a verse that's very similar to what we just saw with Moses dying, remember, Moses went to heaven, but God took his life because of what he did in striking the rock. He did. That's what happened. Okay? Over in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and I'm sure you've seen this before, this is talking about communion, where Paul was laying down the instructions, right? 2 Corinthians eleven twenty-eight. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Verse 30, for this cause, he said, so they were taking the communion and playing around with it. They weren't treating the sacrament holy like it should have been, Larry. So Paul writes to them and he says this, verse 30, for this cause, because they were, you know, uh, taking the communion in an unholy way, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. That was the punishment. That they would be weak, sickly, and some sleep. By sleep, what did he mean? Uh, I guess, uh, you know, I'm not not really sure. What, uh, I'll tell you exactly what he meant. They're going to die. But mm-hmm. since they're Christians, it's sleep. Okay, They're going to be resurrected, just as Moses died. In other words, when a Christian dies, his soul and spirit goes to be with the Lord. 
Moses died because of his sin. Clear. Okay. But yet he still went to heaven. They're Christian. Mm-hmm. And so over here in First Corinthians 11, you have a picture of Christians here who also died. Okay. Because they didn't do right in terms of communion. It didn't d- condemn them to hell, though. But they did have to suffer death as punishment. That's clearly, it seems, what it's talking about in First Corinthians 11 uh, and verse 28 and following. So, and there's other cases in Acts chapter 5, Ananias and Sapphira. Some say they might not have been saved, but here they sinned in terms of not giving the, the what they were lying about what they were giving to God, and they were killed. Right. So we need to understand, 1 John five sixteen lets us know God's not playing. He's still a God of judgment. Even though Jesus, loving Jesus, I got it, but he still is the Lion of Judah, and he can judge Christians in this life, and he takes some Christians home early, all right, uh, mm-hmm. because of their sin. Right. All right, buddy. Okay. Hey, thank you so much. Eh? Thank you. Appreciate it. You helped us all with that question. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Tonight, the Godmaker is going to be looking at a guy. I can't believe it. Wait till you see him and hear him tonight at the Monday Night Bible Study, if you can make it. You don't want to miss it. Going to be continuing our look at 1 Corinthians chapter 8, as we look at the God-makers, uh, the, the whole doctrine that seems like it should be an easy one for us, right? That man can't be God. But unfortunately, some teachers cannot get that through their noggins. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Michael. How you doing, Mike? Hey, I'm doing good, Pastor Mark. How you doing? Real good. Thank you for calling. That's good. I'm just glad that you're on the air still. I thank God for the, for you. Thank you. I really, I really like to be a blessing to you, but um, you know, it just, 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 just pray for my finances that it get the way I want it to be, so I can be able to support your ministry. Cause I want you to continue to, like I use you, preach the gospel, and um, just bless people all across the world. Cause people need to hear good messages to, like you be giving them out. And um, the phone calls you be taking. Well, thank you, Michael. So, uh, I appreciate it very much, and I will pray. You know, you are compassionate, Emmy Moss. Thank you, sir. Um, I had, um, honestly, I had three questions, but I wonder if I'm able to get it through with these three questions. Well, we'll see I now. I want to make it kind of, I mean, it's three questions on my mind. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go to a break first and then come right back to you. Can you wait? Sure, I can wait. We'll be right back. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. Can you change your identity? We hear that sort of argument a lot today, that we can or that we need to change ourselves to fit our true identity. In Michigan recently, Joseph Gobrick was hauled into court for child pornography as he was in possession of numerous images of child porn on his computer. His argument fits our age. He contended in court that though he is a 45-year-old man, he's actually an 8-year-old girl. He feels like he's a little girl, so he must be. Thankfully, Gobrick's defense failed. He was found guilty for child pornography and sentenced to prison. But we should take note, though the line held here, this line is a precarious one. Postmodernity is not stable. This court case calls us to say, in public, your feelings don't determine your identity. 45-year-old men are not 8-year-old girls and never will be. I'm Owen Strand. Alliance Defending Freedom. Protecting Religious Liberty. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. 
Com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com. We're in Guatemala visiting a very poor community on the top of a mountain, and uh, I saw this little guy, Alberto, Luis Alberto. Uh, He is three years old. And I've got a grandson back at home who's coming up on a year and a half. And so just uh, watching this sweet little guy reminded me a lot of my grandson. And actually, he's about the same size as my grandson, who's half his age. And so I think that speaks to the significance, uh, the impact that lack of food and clean water has on these kids. Really just praying that some of you will feel God touching your heart to make a difference for children like Alberto. $80 food for your water for life for one child. For $320 one-time gift or $27 a month, you can provide that for an entire family through Food for the Poor. Don't you just want to make sure this little guy reaches his full God-given potential? I know I do. 855-849-4673, 855-849-4673, or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Tonight's Bible Talk is pre-recorded, and we will not be taking any phone calls. All right, this is Pastor Moss back with Mike. Mike, what questions on your mind, buddy? My first question is, uh, um, will will backsliders still be raptured before the tribulation begins? Well, you know, I, I think so. Because I can't imagine that when Jesus comes back that all Christians will be doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Can you? Somebody's going to be doing something. Uh, uh, that they shouldn't be doing. The bottom line is, are they saved or not? We have to remember uh, when we talk about backsliders that the operative verse for it uh, that helps us some with understanding it would be over in Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 14, which says, Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. I will take you one of a city and one of a family and bring you into Zion. Okay, So he is married to the backslider. So that means he still has a covenant with them. Now, that doesn't mean that Christians can sin like rainwater, because if you're sinning like rainwater, you might not be a backslider. Michael, you might just be a slider. Wow. So that means I wasn't saved in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah, you can be counterfeit. You know, you can be a reprobate. Yeah. Wow. All right. What's your next question? My next question is, okay, um, is it all right for a Christian to to speak... uh, to, to speak the word of God, because I know the the Bible did say that if a man have faith, let him 
speak to the mountain and tell it to move out of their life. So whatever that mountain is in their life, uh, whether it be sickness or uh, just problems, period, can they just speak it into their life and then it all be wish and go away? No, if you what happens is you can wish it to go away, but you shouldn't be wishing if you're praying. What you do when you pray is you trust in God. But you just got to remember one thing about prayer. Yeah, and you can, you know, uh, speak to the mountain, but make sure you speak to God before you speak to the mountain. You have no evidence in the Bible at all where anyone just got something because they spoke it. So the idea that you can speak something into existence, okay, uh, mm-hmm. is not true. The only way you get anything is through prayer, okay? That's, uh, we, mm-hmm. we got Mark 11, uh, Matthew 21, 21 tells us the same thing. And then... God, remember what the Bible tells us about prayer, if we take all the scriptures together, which in many cases people don't. That's why people get messed up spiritually. They are angry at God because God didn't do something uh, that they prayed for. But the Mm -hmm. Bible tells us that there's something uh, that we need to be mindful of when we pray, and that is that we're supposed to pray. But here's what it says in 1 John 5, 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we Mm -hmm. ask anything according to his will, he Mm -hmm. hears us. So God only and always answers prayers according to his will, not yours, Mm -hmm. all right, and not mine. Okay. All right? Okay. Well, thank you. I just can give you two, no more than that. And I don't know how much time we've got. We've got Paul. Are we out of time, Marcus? One more? Marcus said we can do one more. Oh, let me get Paul in here. Hello, Paul. Hey, Pastor Moss. How are you? Real good, sir. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, I'd like to get your interpret or your understanding on something. Oh, sure. Uh, interpretation, yeah. you're right. Understanding is the same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, Jesus, our Passover lamb, when he was doing the Lord's Supper, was that the same thing as the Passover? Was he keeping Passover at that time? Yeah, that was. Now, he elevated it to a new level, of course, Okay, because he was what the well, Passover celebration was all about. He was the lamb of Exodus 12. Right. He told his his disciples to go to prepare, you know, and how he longed to have this Passover. But for him to be um, our Passover lamb, didn't he have to die at the same time that the sacrifices were being uh, fulfilled? Absolutely not. Because remember, all of that was a prophecy anyway. uh, What happens in Exodus uh, 12 where the Passover is instituted, that is what we call a foreshadowing. Uh, a prophetic look at what Jesus is going to do. So by him doing that, he's uh, he's just, you know, actually just reaffirming what uh, Exodus 12 is talking about. But the Passover er, happened at a different time than the um, the Lord's Supper. Well, yeah, but what happens is it just puts them all together. In other words, all of these well, analogies I... are put together. It's not like they have to be at the same exact time. In fact, because uh, a lot of things, in fact, there's so many different symbolisms in the Bible of the um, of, of Jesus' birth, of his death, of his resurrection, and all of them happened at different times. So the celebration had nothing to do. It didn't have to calibrate with when he actually, uh, uh, the atonement took place. Nothing in the Bible demands that. Just that he did it well, is an important I, thing. When I, when I turned around and I was looking at this, I was trying to line up all the, the time frame. That's the problem. I've he, read books where and, guys try to do that. That's the problem. Because they don't line well, up the, because they're not supposed to. Well, I, I read in the Mishnah Torah that uh-huh. um, that they allowed, that the Jews allowed for a um, a Passover to be eaten prior to the Passover. Mm-hmm. And well, um, and it was a holiday. It was called a Chag. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, that's the, remember, that's the Mishnah Torah. And remember, we got the Pharisees, the Sadducees. They produce doctrines like the Mishnah, the Talmud. None of these are holy. Those are just their interpretations. They rejected okay. Jesus with all that. So the Bible doesn't demand all that stuff. But it's good study. At least you know the background of it. All right. This is Pastor Moss. Great to be with you. I love these calls. Keep them coming fast and furious. I'll be with you tomorrow, God willing. Until then, be strictly biblical. And if you can make it tonight, come to the Bible study. I'll see you next time. campaign to bring life-saving food and water to suffering families in Guatemala continues here on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. My name is Todd. I'm with Food for the Poor. When we started our campaign in January, we had a list of about 52 families desperate for life-saving food and water. And so far, you've responded beautifully. So many people giving gifts of all different sizes. So far, about 21 families have had that miracle of food and water provided. But we are not done yet, and you are still needed. 32 families remain on our list. Incredibly, just a $27 monthly gift can provide one suffering family, a family of four, with food for a year and water for life. Comes through a local pastor, local feeding ministry, so it's always wrapped in the gospel of Jesus. If you'd like to be a part of this, could you call right now and give your best gift? $27 a month feeds one family. 855-849-4673. Or you can give online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Can't tune in to WLQV at the office? Check out our live stream on faithtalkdetroit.com. We're everywhere. faithtalkdetroit.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.